Welcome to the Feel Great in 5 podcast. My name is Stacy Sabin, former private jeweler and gemologist turned health, wellness, and personal growth strategist. Every week, I will be bringing you a five-minute episode that will inspire you and introduce you to a concept that you can take action on immediately to help you feel great and live your best life ever. You ready? Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today? I hope you're so good. I am excited today because our topic is healthy and unhealthy oils. Which are the healthy ones? Which oils are best for cooking and what type of cooking? And oils can be really, really great for you or they can also be detrimental to our health. So let's first talk about some of the risky oils and then we'll move right on to the better ones. Okay, problematic oils are the industrial seed and vegetable oils. This is like soybean oil, cottonseed oil, corn oil, grape seed, sunflower. Then there's canola oil. That's a whole nother story. Super bad news. But a couple of things. What is it about them that's bad? It's the way they're processed, oftentimes using really bad chemicals to extract the oils versus cold pressing. And then they're often processed at high heat and then deodorized. So lots of processing. (laughs) What about the fried foods in restaurants? Well, the problem with those oils is first off, the choice of oils used is not great. It's likely one of these industrial oils that I just mentioned. And it's also the fact that the oil gets over 400 degrees while it's being exposed repeatedly to moisture and air. And then they reuse the oil again and again. I have to tell you, when I was 16 years old on a bicycling trip through Europe with a group of kids, we were in Germany and we were sitting outside of all places, McDonald's right near our youth hostel. And I will never forget this horrible stench we smelled. It was so absolutely awful. We didn't even know what it was. And then we found out that they were changing the oil from the deep fryer machine at McDonald's that morning. And I'm telling you, that stench was so bad. At that moment, I vowed I would never eat fast food fried again. Well, have I? Yeah, I have, definitely. But it's not my go-to food for sure. Anyhow, okay, let's jump to the good oils. Let's start with one of my favorites at the moment, avocado oil. Why is it my favorite? Well, you can get a very mild tasting one and it has a higher smoke point. So you can cook with it at higher temperatures. I love to saute veggies in it. I use it for omelets. I put it in my breakfast smoothie to add some good fats. I use it for lots of cooking and baking if I'm not using butter. Super high in healthy oleic acid and essential fatty acids with many health benefits, including lowering inflammation and improving skin. So next, olive oil. Many great nutritionists and doctors will tell you that if you're having high quality extra virgin olive oil, have as much of it as you want. Why? Because extra virgin olive oil has monounsaturated fats and phenols. They decrease inflammation, which helps a slew of health issues. It's antibacterial, it's heart healthy, skin healthy, many healthy benefits, including lowering blood pressure, possibly helping to stop blood clots, lowers blood sugar levels, helps rheumatoid arthritis, the list goes on. So what makes a high quality olive oil? Couple things. First, it must be extra virgin olive oil oil, not just virgin olive oil or worse, light olive oil. Those oils are refined and stripped of all the great benefits. 
Next, you want a single sourced oil. So when you're looking at the bottle, only one country should be listed. If it says Italy, Greece, and Spain, um, sounds like lovely vacation, but for olive oil, no. Olive oil is big business, and this means it gets very questionable about what has been added to the oil when it's sourced from multiple countries. But seriously, many studies are finding that at big standard grocery store chains, their olive oil isn't necessarily all olive oil and certainly not quality olive oil. Unfortunately, I'm not kidding. So um, another quick note on storage. Good oil should be in dark colored bottles, preferably glass and stored away from light and heat. Okay, next important thing, preferably organic olive oil. Olives are a thin-skinned fruit, unlike coconut and avocados, which have very thick skins and therefore don't need to be organic. Okay, lastly, the fresher your olive oil, the healthier it is for you and more health benefits. Again, buy it only in dark glass bottles and store it away from heat. And for uses, raw is the best and healthiest. Olive is not the best choice for pan frying unless it's really low heat and you keep the food in the pan moving so as not to allow it to start smoking. This isn't the oil you want to use for browning. But interestingly enough, if you are set on cooking with it, I just learned that if you add a little butter to it in the pan with the olive oil, then the butter has a protective quality for the olive oil and vice versa. That was interesting. But friends, the smoke point issue is real. And what do I mean by that? All oils have a smoke point temperature. It's like a heat tolerance it can take. You know, when you're heating up a pan and you have the oil in it, and maybe you forget to add the veggies or meat for a minute, and the oil starts to smoke and smell, that is your oil exceeding the smoke point. And it is changing and gaining free radicals. And worse, it's emitting carcinogens. And it's seriously bad news. Okay, back to olive oil. Best things to make with it is homemade salad dressing and dips, or drizzle it over steamed or cooked vegetables or anything for that matter. All right, let's move on to coconut oil. All the rage, it's great. It's a great oil, has lots of health benefits. Smoke point isn't so high, but great for simmering sauces and the like. And a family favorite here is homemade stovetop popcorn with coconut oil. All you add is Himalayan salt to it. Don't even need butter. It is so good. It doesn't taste like coconut either, even when you're using extra virgin coconut oil. Now, how do you avoid the issue of the coconut oil not hitting the smoke point? You keep it moving. Heat that oil, add the cool cool coconut kernels, and you are shaking the pan while you're waiting for the kernels to pop. Remember the old Jiffy Pop commercials when they're shaking the pans? Oh, Lord, I can't even imagine what kind of oil they used in that. But we do not want to stop the shaking. Then the oil won't burn because it's moving and the corns pop quite quickly, actually. Lastly, ghee and butter. I really love ghee for pan frying, like browning or searing beef. It's perfect. Also for homemade sweet potato fries or if you're going to fry veggies because it has a great high smoke point. And it's great for pan frying chicken tenders, chicken breast, sliced turkey breast, whatever. I like to add some high quality sea salt to it and it ends up with this 
buttery flavor because ghee is clarified butter. It was in India they started to use it years ago because they had no refrigeration and they found that if you remove the protein from the butter by clarifying it, it lasts for a long time without refrigeration and it increases the smoke point, by the way, 100 degrees. Oh, and go for the grass-fed ghee. Very important. Our oils, friends, they can help us or they can harm us. We want to choose high quality and cook them properly. So action step for this week, try a new oil you haven't used before or upgrade the quality of an oil you're using. Notice and enjoy the difference. Okay, my friends, that's a wrap. Can't wait to talk with you next week. Hey, catch me on Instagram, feel great in five. This week I'll have lots of fun stuff that you'll wanna check out. See you there. 